God bless each one of you tonight. How many of you are happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen? You should be. You should be. I'm very honored and very blessed to be here tonight to bring the gospel. If some one of you doesn't know who I am, I'm Pastor Tim. No, I am not. I'm Pastor Johnny. I'm the pastor for the Spanish ministry that we meet every Sunday here at 12 p.m. So don't tell Pastor Tim about that, okay? I know Matthew Ackley is here, but he, he, he has some trouble hearing here. During the time when I was told that I was going to be preaching tonight, I asked Pastor Tim in regard, what would you like me to talk about? And of course, since September 2020, you heard a sermon by the name to the end of the earth. I'm pretty sure all of you that attend the church already know exactly what is this all about? But I would like you to open the Bible, please, to the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15. And I will ask you, please, in reverence to the Bible, to the Word of God, I will ask you to stand up, please. And the Bible reads as follows. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we just open your word and let us see what exactly you want us to do and just be reminded of what you are expecting us to do. In Jesus' name, we give you thanks. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And I would like to take this opportunity once again to do a little summary of this series by the name to the end of the world, to the earth, excuse me. As I read, or as we just read all together, the Bible says that Jesus told his disciple, and I love the way Jesus talked or said things. He said, go. He did not ask his disciple, think about it. He did not tell his disciple, if you can, 
He did not tell his disciple, make up your mind. Jesus told them, go. As we get into this summary of this long series of messages that started back in September 2020, and this whole series were preached by many pastors, elders, and many brothers in Christ, let's be reminded, as Pastor Tim stated since the beginning of the series, that there may not be a more exciting book in the Bible than the book of Acts. It is like having a reporter there at the birth of the church and all through the rapid expansion of the church. That is, in fact, that we have as Luke carefully recorded the whole history of the church, beginning with the final words of Jesus before he returned to his father. And that's why I go back when Jesus said to his disciple, go. And the people needs to hear the gospel. How many of you think about that? There are so many things going on in this world right now that people need to hear that God can save their life. Amen. That's why the book of Acts and Chapter 1, verse 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. It is a worldwide mission that we have. And as we will see, it is a mission that cannot be stopped. But it can be slow sometimes. Not by the outside forces, so much as internal apathy and complacency within the church. The church must wake up and get on to move and live out the mission that we have been given. Amen. Sometimes we get so accustomed to come to church. Every Sunday or every time we come or every Saturday. But yes, keep in mind, this is only a place that we meet together, but we have a mission to accomplish. Amen. We have a mission that we have, it has been given to us in order for us to proclaim the gospel to all the nations. I want to touch about a couple of points. The first one is that the whole series, as I stated to you, I'm doing a summary, are focused on the mission given to us. The whole series challenge us to get moving, to be the invisible church all the way to the end of the earth. See that Jesus commanded them, and also Jesus is commanding us today. Right now, when the Bible says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. 
how long it took for the apostle at the beginning when the church started. It took them about 30 years. And the entire world heard, heard of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So how did they do it? How this group of uneducated believers accomplished this monumental task in 30 years? Well, let me let you know. They believed that every single Christian was a witness. Amen. They believed that they were witnesses sent by the Lord and Christ and Savior into a spiritual death world with the life-giving truth of the gospel. Remember that the Jesus told, go. The early church was successful at witnesses of Jesus, but some, something happened there. Soon they forgot the mission. The best estimate of the world population in the first century is at almost 330 million. Today, there are at nearly 8 billion people alive around the world. Hear this out. But about 4.5 billion people have not heard or been told the good news of Jesus Christ. It's important. Let's not assume that your own neighbors already heard the good news of the Lord. Or the people that you work with. Or the, your classmate that you go to school together. Christian brothers and sisters, you have been given the Holy Spirit to be witness of Jesus. Amen. Everywhere you go and every place you are, you are being given the Holy Spirit to be the witness of Jesus Christ. So we need to testify. We need to speak. We need to share. We need to declare to the unsaved that Jesus lived, that Jesus died, and he was raised to life. Amen. People need to hear that. Do you know about 97 to 98% of practicing Christians believe it is important to witness to others? 73% of millennial Christians say they know how to answer someone who has faith questions. But 34% of Christians seldom do talk about the gospel. See the percentage? Are you noticing the necessity that people have to hear the word of God now, today, and tomorrow? The second point that I would like to make is the witnessing opportunity. I would like you to remember when you are in moments of trouble... That might be the moment to talk to others and show who is your God, who do you believe. As we saw when an angel freed the apostle in, once again, I'm doing a summary of the whole book of Acts. In chapter 5, verse 20, 
the apostles from when they were freed from the prison and told them to get right back to the temple and speak to the people all the word of this life. It is amazing how God can use you in moments of trouble. Because you are showing who do you believe, who is your God, who do you trust. When you share the good news of God, of what God has done to save sinners by sending his son Jesus, you are sharing the word of life for those people who are dead, spiritually speaking. Oh, my brothers and sisters, how big is the necessity that people have to hear the gospel right now? People need to hear this. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Amen. People need to hear that today. Not, not only that, but here's the simple message of the simple life-giving message of the gospel when it says, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died, died for our sins in accordance with the scripture, that he was buried, and he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scripture. Amen. People need to hear that. That Christ is alive. People need to hear that he is here with us. People need to hear that he lives in your heart. People need to know that who do you believe? My third point, the result will come. The church was unified and grew and many were safe when they were doing what they were supposed to do. If you look at chapter 6, verse 4, where the apostles said, Select these seven men, then the, we will, the apostles said, Then we, apostles, can spend on, all our time in prayer and teaching the word. Do you want to know what the apostles value of the greatest ministry? I'm not saying that this is not important. I'm not saying that. The moving ministry is not important. I'm not saying that the choir is not important. I'm not saying that there's no removal is not important. But prayer and ministering to the people and preaching the gospel is more important because people need to be saved. Amen. But the result was the ministry of the gospel, what the word of God continued to increase of chapter 6, verse 7 says. The book of Acts, chapter 6, gives us or provokes an important question. Is a good thing keeping us from the best thing? It was good for the apostle to take care of the, of the widows. I am not saying that you were not, but the best thing to do is pray and preach the gospel. What good things might be keeping you from the best and what adjustment needs to be made today? It is a good thing to get to the gym and do exercise, right? And make your body healthy. 
But the best thing is to exercise your faith and make it strong. Amen. It is a good thing to go on vacation. And I love going on vacation. But the best thing is that when you rest, you get your energy for service and continue spreading the gospel to others. It is good to have strategies and good process in the church. But that's lead to a great faith in a God who's always said, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of many imagined, as 2 Corinthians 2, 2, verse 9 says. Prayers calls on God's presence and power to help us proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. When we pray, we will profit by pondering our prayer's life. And the question will be, are we prayers full or prayerless? If you want to see if there is pride in your life, examine your prayer's life. If you want to feel the strength of your faith, examine your prayer's life. If you want to discern how well you love people, examine how often you pray for them. Perhaps reflect on how much gray we are missing in our pursuing of the good. Many times we tend to be stronger in the word than in prayer, but the apostles were faithful in both. And the Bible tells us, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. Amen. Four point and last. The one who can rescue you has come. How many believe that Christ is alive? It is wonderful to speak of God's love. But to begin talking of a lost person's sin can be very difficult. Yet, it is the bad news. It isn't so bad. The good news doesn't look so good. After all, good people may believe that goodness is enough. Isn't that that many religious groups make people believe? Or that only a little help is needed to be saved? But gospel witnessing is more than telling someone that God is calling them. More than just pointing out their spiritual condition. is telling of the one who can rescue and give life and forgiveness of their sin. Amen. If you look... Chapter 7, and many verses in there. Jesus became the bread of life, and he is the bread of life. Amen. Jesus can satisfy all the people's need, whatever they have in their heart. God is here with us. 
One time, to the Sunday dream, when they were told them three times about the gospel. And the first time, Peter told them, this Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders which had become the cornerstone, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And the second time, Peter also told them, the, good, the God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree, God exalting him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. But also Stephen declared that Jesus was sent by God to bring us out of the old and into the new life. To rescue us from our rebellious heart. And he did as the living word who redeemed us from all sin through his sacrifice on the cross and resurrection. Amen. He did it all. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 says. For our sake. God made Jesus to be seen who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. He did it for us. My brothers, if we are to witness well, our words must be centered on the one who came to rescue us. A lost sinner doesn't need to perform better or clean up his or her actions or tip the balance of the scale to good works but simply and beautifully rest on the finished work of Jesus Christ. He paid it all. He is the redeemer. He is the redeemer who rescues rebels and takes them from the old into the new life. I wanted to conclude. Paul, in the book of Acts, focused on two things. First, the kingdom of God and everything concerning, concerning excuse me, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to imitate the ministry of Paul. And continue writing the book of Acts. If Christ's authority is absolute and extends from earth to heaven, we, when we go throughout this world, we have nothing to fear. Amen. Not earthly governments. No natural disaster. No Satan's oppositions. No spiritual warfare, nor to diseases, nor to death, as the book of Matthew 10, 28 tells us. In Christ we have his promises, and in the gospel we have his power. Amen. When his message of life intercepts my spiritual death, I begin to live. Amen. 
When his message penetrates the human mind, it illuminates and the heart becomes sensible. When his message finds my life without a direction, it gives me direction. And when the good news finds my wounds, it will heal me. Amen. That's why the Great Commission is the way to bring the nations into the Lordship of Christ. And to destroy the idols, I pagan gods that enslave people. And there are still millions of people that have not heard the gospel. And thousands of people die every minute without ever having experienced the joy of the nations, the redemptions of their souls and their conditions. Romans 10, verse 14 and 15 says, I pay attention to this. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? And see the blessing. As is it written, how beautiful are the feet of these who bring the good news. Amen. And the question will be, are you ready to accomplish God's mission given to you? Given to me. Are we ready to accomplish God's mission that his desire to that everybody will hear the good news of Christ. And let me finish with this story. When I came to this country 40 years, some, and when I started working, first of all, I love watches. And I remember going to a, a place and I saw a beautiful watch. And the wording on the watch says, don't be too late. Don't be too late. Of course, back then, my English was very, you know, I did not speak that much. So I didn't know what it says. But then after going to school, I learned that the watch actually was telling me, don't be too late to work. Or don't be too late wherever you need to be. And the same thing, I can apply this word like for each one of us. Don't be too late to talk to people about Christ. Amen. Don't be too late in telling someone that Jesus is alive, that Jesus died, but also he is alive today. Today, I come from Ecuador, South America. And before I came to church, I heard the news that there was an earthquake in my country. And right away, I was thinking about it. I said, how many of those people never heard the gospel and maybe they die today? 
The same thing. When we take too much time to tell people about Christ, there might be some people that they were, might never heard the gospel and they might not be safe. Do, do you see the importance for us to continue spreading the gospel, but also to tell everyone that Jesus came to die for them and he wants to save them so that way they can have eternal life. And probably, if there's anyone here tonight, today, that also is still thinking about it, don't think about it. Jesus loves you and he wants to have this relationship with you. He wants to have this relationship for the eternity with you. He wants to give you salvation. He wants to give you eternal life. I will ask you to stand up and let's have a moment of prayer. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we are here and we yes talk about the importance of continue spreading the gospel to all the nations to our Jerusalem, our surrounding areas, Lord, let's not forget that you have given the Holy Spirit, you have given us your power to continue spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. I ask you that if anyone here tonight, they haven't, have, they haven't started a relationship with you, tonight be the night. I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen.